हेलो एवरीबडी वेलकम टू माई शो बाउंस बैक विथ नीमा मानकर अप्पी न्यू ईयर टू ऑल दिस लास्ट फ्यू मंथ्स वी हैव कॉन्स्टेंटली बीन अंडर स्ट्रेस ग्रीफ आइसोलेशन सैनिटाइजेशन एंड मास्किंग वी डिजर्व अ गुड लाफ नाउ डोंट वी आर गेस्ट टूडे इज मनन देसाई ऑफ द कॉमेडी फैक्ट्री येस द सेम कॉमेडी फैक्ट्री दैज बी नॉमिनेटेड फॉर फोर्ब्स टॉप Hundred celebrity list. Wow, Manan Desai, after his graduation, came up with a new concept of presenting live comedy shows in Gujarat. He focused on the Gujarati language, and his success went up skyrocketing. During the lockdown, his online shows wiped many a tear and brought the smiles back on the faces. of many a depressed soul so hello and a big welcome to you manan thank you thank thank you so very much uh, nima ma'am uh, really glad to be here on your show called bounce back uh, i'm really happy to help you out uh, in this journey of yours the first episode was really interesting i got some really great insights from neil de silva and uh, i'm really happy that i get to be a guest on this show Since you are laughter personified, let's start the show with a joke. Please share a joke, an event, an incident that will set the right mood for our listeners. No, definitely. Uh, obviously, we are comedians, and as a comedian, I like to observe uh, the funny side of the life. And it's said that tragedy me comedy hoti hai, and a lot of times, a lot of tragic things happen around you. like my mother she is 73 years old and uh, she is partially blind uh, and that's why i have a joke on that as well ki meri mummy partially blind hai she cannot see me happy so <laughs> a lot of times my mother also sees me doing shows and jokes about her on stage and she is such a sporty person at the age of 73 that i get a good support system you know most of my comedy comes from my real life experiences with uh, my family like how uh, my wife is a south indian uh, because of my complexion half of my in-laws think that i am a south indian so whenever they meet they think that i am a south indian boy and they are like yapad ekringa and i have to say no no i am jeshi krishna because <laughs> i am a gujju and it it gets kind of funny in these certain situations that was a good one please tell us about yourself were you so humorous from childhood days did you enjoy making people laugh even as a child yeah i mean uh, my teachers uh, including you had a lot of complaints about my <laughs> naughty side when i was in primary school in baroda high school alkapuri in baroda i have been a naughty kid uh, i have got a lot of punishments i have got a lot of remarks in my calendar so much so that i had to take one more calendar from uh, the principal's office so that you know teachers can write more remarks <laughs> समटाइम्स माई रिमार्क्स वर सो मच सो दैट मेरी रिमार्क्स का सेक्शन पूरा भर जाता था तो लीव एप्लीकेशन के सेक्शन में मेरे कैलेंडर में रिमार्क्स लिखने में आती थी बट एट द सेम पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम माई माई टीचर्स है सपोर्टिव लाइक वेन आई वॉज इन सेकेंडरी स्कूल आई आई स्टिल रिमेंबर दैट आई यूज टू मेमेक अ लॉट ऑफ माई टीचर्स ऑन स्टेज एंड दोज टीचर्स वर सिटिंग इन दियंस मतलब जब मैं स्टेज पे था तब थोड़ा बहुत ऐसा डर लगता था कि सामने you know they are teachers and at the end of the day i should have that sense of respect for them uh, 
बट आई एम सो हैप्पी दैट ऑल माई टीचर्स यूज टू ऑलवेज यू नो मुझे सहते थे वो लोग एंड एट द सेम पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम दे यूज टू सपोर्ट इन ऑल माई नॉटी एंडोवर्स यू कुड से बट आई सॉ दैट ऑल्सो एज एन अपॉर्चुनिटी एंड आई यूज टू हैव फन इवन वेन आई वॉज बुलीड सो आई थिंक दैट हेल्प मी अ लॉट एंड दैट्स माई जर्नी माई जर्नी इज फ्रॉम बींग अ क्लाउन टू बिकमिंग अ कमेडियन What made you come up with such a novel idea of sharing live comedy show in Gujarati? This is the first of its kind and so popular. When I was a radio jockey, um, I thought that I wanted to do in something in the live entertainment space. Because at that time, what was it? In the name of live entertainment, Gujarat me sirf we had garba and we had. you know voice of mukesh and voice of lata mangeshkar and those kind of musical nights in different auditoriums of baroda so i saw that as an opportunity a lot of people told me that manan ye stand up comedy mein aur ye sab cheezon mein market hi nahi hai you are just you know taking a plunge it is not right uh, i was like that's the best opportunity when you don't have a market existing for a particular art form or a, for a particular thing so you can set your own rules and set up that business so i saw that as an opportunity uh, for the artistic side in me and also with a you know sustainable business model so that's when i started back in 2011 i saw uh, lack of live entertainment in gujarat and i saw ki meri hi bhasha mein mujhe consume karne ke liye kuch bhi content nahi tha but at the same point of time i think ki jo sare log गुजराती जितने भी लोग हैं दे हैव सॉर्ट ऑफ माइग्रेटेड एंड बिल्ट एन एफिनिटी टूवर्ड्स हॉलीवुड और बॉलीवुड और पंजाबी सॉन्ग्स फॉर दैट मैटर और वो खुद की भाषा में कंटेंट कंज्यूम नहीं करते एंड दैट काइंड ऑफ यू नो बग्ड मी इन अ लिटिल बिट एंड आई वाज लाइक कि ऐसा क्यों कि गुजराती लोग ही गुजराती कॉन्टेंट नहीं देख रहे एंड दैट्स वाई आई आई स्टार्टेड द कॉमेडी फैक्ट्री विद अ लॉट ऑफ एक्साइटमेंट एंड यू नो वर्किंग टूवर्ड्स दैट डिरेक्शन I don't think I've done much, but I would like to say that at the end of my life, even if I made like two, three percent difference to this entire approach towards uh, Gujarati as a language in entertainment, I think my job is done. Because if you go and look at Maharashtrians, Punjabis, you know, South Indians, they have such strong affinity towards their own content and entertainment. But as Gujaratis. there is hardly any affinity towards our movies our music hai par utna nahi hai and south indian cinema is also four cinemas or five cinemas um marathi cinema is also there punjabi cinema is there bengali cinema is very artsy so waisa gujarati cinema ka bhi naam you know should be known worldwide kyunki baaki sara cinema worldwide bahut popular hai gujarati cinema should also be at the world level is what my dream also is in this lifetime true we wish your dream comes true and i i see it's just speaking up and you're doing your best and you're being successful so that's really good now we want to know whether you have ever faced any setbacks in your life yeah so uh, i think my career started with a setback when when i was 17 i lost my father all of a sudden this manan desai वो वॉज अ कम्प्लीट ब्राइट जिसकी पूरा कैलेंडर रिमार्क से भरा हुआ है जिसको हर हफ्ते टीचर्स बुलाते थे उनके पेरेंट्स को स्कूल पे 
जो एक दो बार स्कूल से भी भाग गया था स्कूल के बच्चों के साथ शरारत झगड़ा करता था टीचर्स के साथ शरारत करता था वो बच्चा जो था जो सबसे नॉटी केस था इज इज इंटायर लाइफ मतलब मेरी खुद की लाइफ एकदम 360 चेंज हो गई बिकॉज देर वॉज नो अर्निंग मेम्बर इन द फैमिली आई स्टार्टेड वर्किंग एट अ वेरी यंग एज एंड एज ऑफ एटीन ओनली आई स्टार्टेड वर्किंग एट अ कॉल सेंटर एंड यू नो लेटर ऑन थैंकफुली एट द एज ऑफ नाइनटीन आई वॉज द यंगेस्ट प्राइम टाइम रेडियो जॉकी इन दिस कंट्री एंड things started shaping up because i think if my dad would have been here his 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 only thing would be ki to see me successful and that was kind of my motivation when i look back and i think gave if my dad was actually alive today would have been this successful i think i wouldn't have been this successful because his absence made me realize so much of truth about life and it changed me as a human being and i became more responsible more focused with a lot of more discipline and you know i became really ambitious and i'm i'm doing a lot to keep his legacy alive i don't belong to a artist family but he was the first person to pursue his artistic side in our family he was the first person to go against the wind to go against the tide and you know pursue his his dream of becoming a musician and that gave me a lot of hope and that gave me a lot of encouragement and after that there have been minor setbacks here and there like uh, when i left uh, radio jockey and started the comedy factory because radio jockey jab main tha i was with radio mirchi and then later on i was with my fm so times group and divya bhaskar group the two of the biggest publication houses of india unke sath meri job thi well paying job thi aur wo chhod ke maine the comedy factory ki shuruaat ki thi uh, everybody said that manan you are doing a career suicide right now uh, even my mother was telling me that manan you have such a good job you are popular you are known by people in baroda why do you want to you know just leave that behind and pursue something which nobody has heard of stand up comedy in uh, gujarat but i saw a very steady evolution of technology and digital entertainment and i saw that there was a lot of scope and i was i had a very strong gut feeling at that point of time that i really want to pursue this and that one year between 2014 and 15 was really difficult for me because my wife was doing her masters degree in mass communication and journalism from maharaja sahaji rao university and uh, we didn't have any earning member matlab we were running on our savings i was staying in ahmedabad we didn't have rent to pay we were matlab um, hum hamare dog ko khana khila rahe but hum khud nahi kha rahe hum log khud ek time ka khana kha rahe that kind of situation was there we are we were making maggi we were just eating kacha bread and stuff like that so those two months were really really bad and i'm really happy that those things happened because that two months happened i made sure that vidya me my family we never go back to that particular situation i am happy where i am today so yeah you really make us proud of you manan listening to all this i really feel so proud to have known you did this sense of humor help in bouncing back to success 
या इट डेड एक्चुअली आई मीन देर इज अ मिसकनसेप्शन की कॉमेडियंस को डिप्रेशन नहीं होता या कॉमेडियंस को कोई प्रॉब्लम नहीं होता है नो एक्चुअली वी डू फाइंड यू नो हैप्पीनेस इन एवरी स्मॉल लिटिल थिंग्स आई मीन ट्रेजिडी में भी हम कॉमेडी ढूंढ ही लेते हैं बट एट द सेम पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम देर आर प्रॉब्लम्स देर आर इश्यूज विद ऑल सॉर्ट्स ऑफ कमेडियंस इन जनरल वी डू फेस प्रॉब्लम्स एंड वी डू हैव आवर सेट ऑफ प्रॉब्लम्स विच वी डोंट रिवील और वी माइट रिवील इन आवर कॉमेडी मतलब मैं आई हैव स्पोकन अबाउट माई फादर पासिंग अवे इन माई स्टैंड अप कॉमेडी दिस ऑप्टिमिज्म डज हेल्प फनी पीपल कमेडियंस लाइक मी टू कोप अप विद प्रॉब्लम्स इन लाइफ बट एट द सेम पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम वी ऑल्सो डू फील दैट इमोशन ऑफ पेन ऑफ बींग लो एंड वी ऑलवेज यू नो फाइंड जोक्स सो इट्स लाइक वेन आई एम लो आई रियली फील सैड एंड देन आई मेक जोक्स अबाउट वाई आई एम फीलिंग लो एंड देन आई मेक मनी एंड देन आई एम हैप्पी शेक्सपियर इन ऑल इज प्लेज ऑलवेज गिव अ लॉट ऑफ इम्पोर्टेंस टू इज क्लाउंस in all his famous tragedies the clowns played such an important role so do you think in real life too it is important to have a humorous person around if yes then why now that there is so much of exposure to so much of information on the internet on your whatsapp everywhere so every person thinks that they have a funny side and if you look at that funny side in yourself if you try to you know mold that funny side of yours in a particular way i think you don't need any person around you who is humorous you could really cope up with any sort of problem that you face by being optimistic by being funny about that situation and just take it with a pinch of salt and move on true now what are your future plans like do you train student in becoming comedians are you like planning to start any such training in future or would you just want to keep coming up with new concepts like music comedy sketch comedy i don't see myself teaching anyone comedy because i don't think comedy can be taught the only way to learn comedy is by being on stage is by facing the audience i have faced audience i have had a lot of setbacks on the stage as well I mean a lot of times my joke didn't work a lot of times my joke doesn't work like today also if i have to make an audience laugh for 30 minutes usme se kai baar meri 5 minute ki jokes nahi chalti hai why because they are new jokes i'm trying new things while doing comedy because agar main ek ki ek cheez hi karta rahunga if i do the same thing over and over again people will get tired of me sooner than i know so i have to always keep experimenting in my comedy and that's what it is that experience is the best teacher so if you don't write jokes if you don't try them in front of the audience you won't learn comedy just like that that's very well said manan what would you like to say to our listeners who are feeling very low and depressed today so everybody has their own way to coping up with sadness or when they are feeling extremely low if somebody keeps photograph as a sense of motivation somebody gets motivated by listening to music there are people who get you know motivated by having 
bad habits like drinking alcohol or chewing on tobacco and they try to forget their worries but i personally feel and this was the exact thing that my cousin sister told me that manan if you are having these thoughts just think about the people who will miss you after you will go away and that's when i realized that you don't realize that sometimes you feel lonely sometimes you feel really bad you feel really sad but look around you will definitely find people from your family from your friends who really love you maybe they don't have the time to spend with you the time to tell you that they love you maybe they don't express that much but yes there are people for whom you do make a difference and they will miss you if you are not around so i'm sure the listeners have got the message and uh, they are going to really think about it and come up in life again now there's one very popular saying comic says funny things a comedian says things funny so how do you see yourself are you a comic or a comedian i see a little bit of both in me i mean as an artist the artist journey is to find his true voice a lot of artists they don't find their voice even at the end of the life a lot of times when i go on stage and do jokes आई एम ऑलवेज कंटम्पलेटिंग कि मुझे किस तरह की जोक्स करनी है कि मुझे स्लैपस्टिक ह्यूमर करना है मुझे सटायर करना है वेदर आई वॉन्ट टू डू डबल मीनिंग जोक्स और वेदर आई वॉन्ट टू डू डिफरेंट जोक्स वॉट काइंड ऑफ जोक्स डू आई रियली वॉन्ट टू डू एंड आई ट्राई अ लिटल बिट ऑफ एवरी थिंग सो आई पर्सनली फील दैट आई एम डूइंग बोथ आई एम डूइंग आई एम अ कॉमिक एज वेल एंड आई एम अ कमेडियन एज वेल बट आई वुड लाइक टू सी माई सेल्फ बींग अ कमेडियन फ्यू ईयर्स डाउन द लाइन next uh, listening about your views and we wish you all the best and on that note we say bye and thank you vanan keep making the world a happier place a special thanks to you again and to elvis too for all the technical support so dear listeners if you enjoyed this show then please tune in again to bounce back with neema mankar the third of next month Till then goodbye see you stay safe happy new year Do miracles happen do doctors believe in miracles Hi I am Manan Desai cardiac surgeon to find out answers to these questions listen to my heart to heart chat with Neema Mankar on her podcast bounce back with Neema Mankar matters of the heart till say Hello everybody. Welcome to the 8th episode of Bounce Back with Neema Mankar. Today we have with us someone who comes all the way from Washington DC to take care of all our heart problems. So listeners all of you please open up your heart and welcome Dr. Manan Desai. Well, Dr. Manan Desai graduated from MP Shah Medical College Jamnagar Gujarat he did his surgery training from BJ Medical College Ahmedabad he did his specialization from the premier medical institute all india medical institute of medical sciences new delhi there he received extensive training in adult and complex 
pediatric surgeries including robotic surgery after completing his training he served at un mehta institute of cardiology and research ahmedabad soon he got connected with the leading hospital of ahmedabad seems hospital along with a team of highly qualified doctors dr desai is committed to provide world class healthcare with cutting edge technology that says your heart is in safe hands dr manan desai is proud to be an integral part of the team which did the first heart transplant in gujarat after a fellowship in pediatric cardiac surgery at children's national washington dc he is currently with stanford hospital university lucille salter packard children's hospital as a clinical instructor he is involved in care of children with complex congenital heart diseases so hello and a big hearty welcome to you manan thank you ma'am thank you for the opportunity of sharing the space uh, in this podcast which is gaining a lot of popularity and i congratulate you on this uh, endeavor and uh, wish you all the best for all future episodes thank you manan we would love to hear a little about your childhood your education your family when you ask me about childhood it's a tsunami of memories all all primarily good memories a lot of them in revolve around uh, paroda high school the same where you were a teacher and i have fond memories as a student a lot of mischievous memories fun filled time spent with friends i was i was a head boy in the 7th grade and uh, me and chirayu and uh, our gang was uh, notorious and at the same time we were uh, good in studies too so a lot of nice memories also we had the discover varodra when i was in the 7th grade and that was also very nice we had done that uh, bawai and all those uh, shows and it was a grand success at that time those were the formative years of my life they they kind of made me who i am today so i'm i'm filled with gratitude with all the teachings i got from you and other teachers of varodra high school my mom was a banker at the state bank and my dad was an engineer and uh, i i used to look upon my mom because she was so hard working and in those time working women was not that common and uh, she has a lot of contribution in my uh, upbringing my younger brother was also uh, in baroda high school the same school so it was nice and every time uh, they they used to tell oh manan was like this manan was like that to him and he always used to look upon to me as a you know as a friend philosopher and guide you are in an amazing profession which is looked up with such wonderment we wish to hear something more about it yeah i mean uh, uh being a doctor and being a heart surgeon i have a unique uh, opportunity to touch on uh, people's lives and people's hearts so i considered myself very fortunate to be in this position and uh, i take my profession with great uh, responsibility and humility i'd like to tell a quote from a book i recently read uh, the book is breath becomes air it's by a neurosurgeon who 
finds that he's got the diagnosis of cancer and how he kind of fights the disease and how he feels when he changes from a doctor to a patient. So when he talks about his profession as a doctor, he says that the and I quote, the physician's duty is not to stave off death or uh, return patients to their old lives, but to take into our arms a patient and family whose lives have disintegrated and work until they can stand back up and face and make sense of their own existence. I like to look at patient as an inclusion of this entire family. And being, being a pediatric cardiac surgeon, I have to deal with parents uh, more than the uh, small babies themselves so far as counseling and stuff is concerned. So I have to kind of uh, take the family as a whole and see to it that they go through this tough phase and I kind of uh, build their morale and help them in any which way I can. A couple of incidents uh, I remember uh, very distinctly and kind of uh, uh, I'll tell you an incident about the, one of the heart transplants we did. This is a patient who is like a 21-year-old uh, boy of Surat. He's kind of about to go to the college, but his heart starts failing and he's kind of not able to move about anymore and he's restricted to bed. And at that time, we had uh, just done like one, the first heart transplant and he was going to be the second one. We, we got the heart from Surat and did the heart transplant. And uh, once we put in that heart and that heart kind of starts beating from a dead person's chest into a new person's chest. And to watch that heart beat vigorously in some in a new chest, in a new person, is, is a breathtaking sight. It is, uh, it is a sight one should behold. And if, if one sees that, you know, is permanently affected by that sight. So such a moving experience. But unfortunately for that patient, what happened was that the heart didn't beat as we would have wanted to. It was beating very weakly. That is kind of one of the nightmares for a surgeon. You know, you have heart which you have got out of the chest, which was not working properly. And then you put in a new heart, which is not working as well. So you are kind of stuck in the situation where if you if that heart doesn't start beating then the chances of survival are very less for that patient so we were like this is just our second heart transplant and the heart is not beating well so we transferred the patient to a support system called the ECMO uh, which supports the heart and lung for a temporary period of time and then we transferred that patient to the ICU and we were kind of uh, talking to other centers which had done heart transplants and wanted to get their inputs about what was the way forward. We started all the medications to get that heart going and I almost slept by the patient all night and until morning, early morning, the heart had not started functioning and then when I'm trying to discuss with the other doctors that what should be the way forward, whether we should take a biopsy and check what's the implanted heart is is that heart undergoing any acute rejection, like the body is not accepting that heart. And right when I was doing that and I thought that I'll talk to the parents and start explaining them that this is the situation and this is our plan, I went to that room and miraculously that heart had started beating. I was so thrilled and overjoyed 
and i mean almost we although we had started all the medical treatments that was a sudden change in the patient's clinical status so i mean that's when uh, i say that miracles do happen in medicine you know this was really like a miracle yeah yeah when i when i was getting the heart from surat i saw a formation in the clouds of sun rays coming out like fingers from the clouds and i remember reading a story in readers digest when i was a kid about a patient of hemophilia who was uh, undergoing treatment for hemophilia and then he got aids because of multiple transfusion at that time aids was a very new disease and when that patient was kind of dwindling in his medical status and doing poorly when he was in a flight the sun rays from the clouds which formed the pattern of fingers he called them fingerprint of god that was in my memory and then when i was getting this person's heart and then i saw that same formation and then i posted on instagram that this is fingerprint of god while i'm getting uh, doing something noble because i didn't want it to disclose many things that okay we're doing a heart transplant i said just fingerprint of god and i just put it on instagram and after that patient got discharged and he's back to his normal life he sent me an instagram request and i accepted it and he liked that photograph <laughs> the same patient who was miraculously miraculously saved was like appreciating the same photograph in which i was carrying his heart so those are the kind of nice memories we collect along our way as uh, medical professionals another incident of a kind of a medical miracle with our intervention of course i mean i'd been to this uh, shibir by uh, acharya shivani especially for doctors and she 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 gives very good lectures to doctors about spirituality and how spirituality and medicine blend together and how we can spiritually support ourselves in our profession she said that doctors should consider them as medium like they're not doing it themselves but like god is doing it through them that that takes our ego from our profession and that also be, gives us confidence when we are going through such hard times when like we are doing every everything to save the lives of people and the patients but sometimes we are successful sometimes we are not so it keeps us going it gives us the energy to keep going right right now my i'm unfortunately not be able to help the patients in india right now but my i in touch with my colleagues who are kind of working day in and day out trying to save lives and uh, there's a kind of hard work that needs boost like supernatural energy from spirituality and stuff like that and miracles like this are give us hope that the more we keep working uh, the more good results we can get so the another incident which i was uh, is another kind of the couple of them like that but this particular one is permanently ingrained in my memory was that there was a patient in the cath lab and during the cath lab procedure there was kind of a hole in the heart and the patient was bleeding in the pericardial sac and uh, that was a pregnant young female and uh, the blood pressure was precariously low and we had been called in for an emergency surgical intervention and Uh, I just had to rush in and open the chest urgently and kind of uh, repair that hole. But her pressure had been low for 
a little longer than we would like. So I was like, whether the baby will be safe, whether the mother will be safe. But the next day morning, I go to the ICU doing my rounds and find that both the mother and the baby are safe and the patient is opening eyes normally and her all entire neurological exam is normal. And and I was I was so thrilled, like all the kind of stitch in time saved the life of two people, not only the mother, but also of the baby. So I have the opportunity of kind of, I consider myself fortunate that I have this opportunity of affecting people's lives and saving lives. Yes, uh, doctors are really like gods to human beings. Okay, I want to know, did you ever face any setback in your life? Um, my setbacks have been primarily, you know, trying to achieve my goals. I, I have never got my things like easily. I have to really struggle for at each stage. When I was in Jamnagar, I was hoping to get into surgical sciences because I wanted to kind of, I saw myself as a surgeon, like treating patients with my own, own hands. That's what I always wanted to do. Even when I read about these things in Reader's Digest and all, I was always fascinated by surgery in general and cardiac surgery in particular. So that's what my dream was. So when my graduation got over, I, I didn't get into the surgical field. So I went to Bombay for uh, specialized coaching for this entrance exam. And I was so sad leaving Jamnagar because I had stayed there for five years and I was so bonded with that place and the people there that I wanted to kind of continue there but unfortunately I couldn't but in the end I ended up getting a better place to, to pursue my higher education so that was a kind of tough phase when I had to kind of uh, go to Bombay for the coaching and get those uh, and at the same time do an internship at a totally new place and you know how Bombay is crowded it is it, you go by local trains for the classes and you get a free body massage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was when I was applying for surgery. So I had to work hard for one more year to get into surgery. And when I wanted to go for cardiac surgery, the same thing happened. And my son was just born and uh, I had to leave him like two months old. I had to leave and go to Delhi because I wanted to pursue higher education in good institution in cardiac surgery. So I decided I would either go to Delhi or uh, there's another institute in uh, Trivandrum, uh, Shuchitra. So uh, those were the two. My my goal was to get into those two in institutions. Again, I every time I used to appear for those entrance exams, I used to score good in the written exam. But when I go for the interview, they ask, how many cardiac surgeries have you assisted? Have you participated? Have you seen any cardiac surgery? So then I, my answer used to be no, because I was just finishing my general surgery. And then that was a kind of setback. Then I worked in hospitals in Delhi in cardiac surgery. And over the period of like one year, I gained more experience and then I got into AIMS. So that was a very satisfying moment for me when I got into AIMS, which is a kind of one of the best institutes to get medical education in India and uh, that 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 kind of training has always kind of helped me in my career. I have known you as a very you know witty person always jovial and jolly 
did this part of you help you to bounce back to you know success yeah as a, as a person you become uh, much more resilient i think if you are a kind of jovial and happy and you're not bogged down by failures and you just keep focusing on your goal you're less likely to slip into depression and giving up if you are i just like um, think to myself uh, the song rajesh uh, khanna zindagi ek safar hai suhana yahan kal kya ho kisne jana so i just look at what's in my hand and just keep focusing on my work and leave everything else to god and i also kind of uh, remind myself of a quote i read in a book i recently read a book called white dark white darkness it is about a person who crosses continent of antarctica it's a quote by uh, robert browning it says i hold that a man should strive to the uttermost for his life's set price so uh, we are all kind of destined to something and we should not rest until we achieve that like what swami vivekan said arise awake and stop not till the goal is reached could you share a few humorous episodes of your life yeah there are several i was thinking today uh, when you first became our teacher when we were in fifth grade you asked us to write an essay on window shopping and uh, at that time i did not know what window shopping was and i wrote an entire essay about me playing cricket and how i broke the window and me and my dad went for getting a new window <laughs> so uh, then you told no oh, this is not window shopping you had written the essay so nicely but this is not window shopping but now that i'm married i have learned the hard way what window shopping actually means then uh, me and chirayu were kind of the very naughty students in school so when uh, we were uh, selecting subjects for our uh, 10th grade there was like i i wanted to go for sanskrit and uh, chirayu didn't want to go for sanskrit which kept us in different classes so this is our morning assembly time the classes are being divided according to the subjects and me and chirayu are different class then chirayu decides to walk over to my class and say okay i'll do sanskrit but the principal of the school sees chirayu crossing over to our class and he, she announces in front of the entire school that chirayu and manan cannot be in the same class <laughs> so that was really funny and that was we were totally astonished that our friendship and our uh, stories of uh, mischief are so famous that the principal even doesn't want us in the same class so that was really funny another uh, funny incident i remember when uh, we were transition from 10th grade to 11th grade we had the science subject so i i stayed with baroda high school and uh, you you just have to fill a simple form and you just get admission into the 11th grade but there was an asterisk next to my name saying uh, you have to meet the principal before you get admission so my parents had to meet avala madam that uh, manan is very mischievous if he wants to pursue science here he has to be better <laughs> so i was always known as a notorious and a mischievous student but here i am i ended up being a doctor not only being a doctor that's a kind of uh, if students who are like a little naughty they can feel get solace in that thing that even if they are mischievous in 
lower grades, they can uh, push harder and become a doctor. Now, during stressful situations, the heart is affected the most. I'm sure our listeners would be grateful to get some words of wisdom from you. Yeah, these days we are saying that the stress levels are going so high. Not only, I know this is the corona time, but even before corona, if you see our lives are getting more more and more stressful, there's more competition, you're expected to deliver more. So I think these things are bearing heavily on uh, the health of individuals. We are seeing more younger people having cardiac disease. We are seeing more younger people having diabetes. And uh, that's that's something which uh, should that's preventable in the sense. If we kind of learn to manage the stress better, we can uh, make sure that we live healthily and happily longer. So stress management is being uh, emphasized more and more in corporate world. I personally think mindfulness is a very important tool in calming down our system when it sees stress. So the mechanism of stress is built into us for like fight or flight mechanism. Like when we were hunter-gatherers, we are seeing a lion, we are supposed to either fight or fly, flight. So that releases so many chemicals in the body that are not good for us. So we need to train our mind into thinking that this is not a fight or flight situation. And uh, all these teachings of sages of all these years comes in handy when we kind of try to practice mindfulness to try to focus or rather defocus and calm down our mind. So my advice to a younger generation would be to handle stress with mindfulness at that same time keep exercising and healthy diet those those kind of three things are the cornerstone of i think in these days of a happy and a healthy life people after recovering from the covid attack when they reach home they get a cardiac arrest and then they lose their lives. So what is the reason for it? Yeah, so uh, since I'm not on the front lines this time, um, I did reach out to a few friends about what's the situation there. And they did say that there is. it is not that common. There have been reports like that. There have been incidences like that. The thing with corona is that it's a new disease and we are learning about it and it's still an ongoing process. So, and again, I'm not an expert on this Thing and not on the front lines but this is what my conversation with my colleagues back home has uh, I've learned is that uh, corona uh, causes a disturbance in the coagulation system so we we're thinking the reason for the sudden cardiac death should be clot formation in the co- coronary artery supplying the heart so why exactly is this happening and what kind of patients are at risk we don't know but we usually follow the coagulation parameters like D-dimer and we are using that to guide blood thinning medication. So most patients are leaving the hospital with blood thinning medications for this reason because of the high incidence of uh, thrombus formation. Yeah, I mean the medical fraternity is aware about it and 
it's the treatment for that is being given at the time of discharge is what i understand okay thank you so much manan for such a informative conversation uh, i'm quite sure that listeners would want to listen to it again and again you know to go back to this conversation and to listen to what you have said so dear listeners if you enjoyed this episode then please do tune in again on 3rd of next month for another enlightening talk on bounce back with neema mantra thank you manan and envis for the technical support